This is episode number 15 with Beating Emotional Eating. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem, with speaking another language. It's official, raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about why diets fail and how to cure your emotional eating. I don't know if you know this, but stress is the number one source of emotional eating. And how much stress do we have as a business owner, right? Eek. (laughs) A lot. So we medicate ourselves through food, through alcohol. Some people medicate themselves daily, some people weekly. But no matter what, when the stress is there, most of us see ourselves getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And especially we get this spare tire in our midsections, and that's from the stress hormone called cortisol. And if you're eating a lot of sugar, also it goes straight to that middle section there. And look, I know the feeling when it starts to grow out of control and you start seeing your tummy getting fatter and fatter and fatter and you you start to not recognize yourself anymore. You know, I remember looking in the mirror some days and thinking, my gosh, like, how does this body belong to me? It's just changed. So as soon as we start to really see our bodies just going out of control and not fitting the clothes that we want to fit into and starting to miss out on going to the beach and going shopping or not trying wearing our favorite outfits, before we know it, we start dreaming about being thin. But losing weight is not going to fix the actual problem. Weight, or better name still body fat, is just the symptom. So to lose fat, we really need to go to the root cause. And that's the problem. That's what got you there in the first place. Yes, when we lose weight, we feel good. We feel amazing. It's addictive because people start to compliment us, wearing our new outfits and go shopping again and can't wait to show off our new bod. But, you know, soon enough, it starts to settle down. People get used to what you look like. And before too long, you're still stuck with the emotions the emotions that got you there in the first place. So losing weight is just the illusion for your happiness. And yes, I understand that you might want to lose weight or I prefer to say body fat in the fitness industry. We're taught body fat because you could be heavy on the scales and have lots of muscle. But weight is the side effect. Body fat is the side effect of what's truly going on for you. And being entrepreneurs, um, building our businesses, I tell you what, we take on a stack of pressure, pressure on bringing cash into our business, uh, pressure on helping our clients, hoping our clients get results, juggling our clients, juggling if you're doing your paperwork. For me, that was the first thing I outsourced because I sucked at it. (laughs) I didn't enjoy doing it. And I always left it so late. So again, stress levels are going through the roof. So for me, that's not my genius zone. I outsourced it. Um, But there's other things that we take on in the business life just with stress. Being overweight, overeating, overdrinking, or any substance abuse is just a side effect or a symptom of something else that's not going right for you. And you know that damn well, right? You know it. So most of the time, it's these two beasts that represent itself as hunger or craving for sugar or alcohol. And it's fear or it's stress. 
Now, even the thought of food, having a drink, thinking about something that's going to you know, stimulate your taste buds instantly starts to increase your serotonin. Serotonin is your happy hormone, right? So even you just starting to think of it, you will start to increase your serotonin. And then when you eat it, you have that hit of serotonin, which creates that addictive cycle. So for a moment, you feel better, but you know darn well that it's not fixing the problem. And maybe you're not even conscious of the problem at that time, but back into the vicious cycle you go and up and down you go with your diet, with your hunger, with your cravings, with your binging, whatever it is that you do. And that is why diets fail. People continue to address the symptom. The symptom is the weight gain. The symptom is the excess fat. They're not addressing the problem. So people go, okay, I'm going to go on a diet because I don't like how I look. But the reason why you don't like how you look is because of what got you there in the first place, which is the problem. So we need to address the problem. We need to address what's creating the stress, what's creating the fear. Uh, Perhaps it's loneliness. Perhaps it's not money coming into your business. Perhaps it's the stress of continually pushing yourself all the time and your adrenals are going 100 miles an hour and you're not having any time for yourself. But that's what keeps going the doing the yo-yo on the scales. There was a study done on rats many, many years ago, and it was to prove how addictive drugs are. And what they did was they put a rat in a cage and they laced its water with cocaine, and then it also had another vial there of water. What they noticed was the rat would continually drink from the water with cocaine in it, and that's how they said, okay, it's definitely an addictive drug. Though in 1970, the psychologist called Bruce Alexander, he looked at this and observed it and he thought the experiment was quite odd because if you put the rat in a cage all on its own, it has nothing else to do but take the drugs. So what he actually thought was, what if we actually created Rat Park, create this lush cage where there would be full of rats. It would have colored balls. It ought to have the best rat food. It ought to have tunnels and scampers and things for them to play on. And they could have the most amazing life. And guess what happened? The results were startling. The rats at Rat Park didn't like the drugged water. Most of them shunned away from it the first time. And if they had it a couple of more times, it was only very few, but none of them actually liked it. And none of them died from the study because their life was full of a great environment where in opposing to all the rats that were done on this experiment years ago, were all in a cage by themselves. So the reason why I share this is your environment is extremely important. Your environment is what we need to fix first, the environment of your business, the environment of what's going on for you internally. Because when we talk about feud abuse, substance abuse like alcohol, cigarette smoking, drugs, whatever it is, has a massive association to your life of fulfillment, fullness. So we're just going to have a look at some hacks to really help you reduce this. So here are my top three tips to help you simply and very easily start to address the problem. And the very first thing you're going to do, okay, the very first thing, and all of these are so simple, it's so simple not to do it just as much as it is to do it. But you watch as you start to have the compound effect, 
what actually happens over a couple of weeks. So even just in the day, you'll just notice what this will do. So the first thing is start your day with something that gets you into alignment. A lot of you ladies are mothers and you're up and you're running around and you're getting the kids ready, you're getting them having breakfast and maybe watching some TV while you're going to get yourself dressed and changed and showered and (laughs) God knows what else you're doing in the morning. And you are already up competing against the external world. So as soon as you're up, your adrenals are already starting to fire off. And remember, as soon as our adrenals start to get too high, they're pumping out adrenaline and we start to get cortisol. And the cortisol is the stress hormone. So how are you starting your day? If it's a matter of getting your kids set up and then going back into a quiet space like your bedroom and then doing this, do that. Or make a time to get up earlier before them and do it. So starting your day with something with alignment. Getting you into alignment could be you meditating for 10 to 20 minutes. Even if it was five minutes is better than none. Meditating does not mean you have to be levitating out of your body, all right? Meditating is you having quiet time, being conscious of your breath, closing your eyes so you get in way the visual stimulation and focusing on some deep breaths, either feeling your hands, wiggling your fingers. Your mind's going to start to think of things and you can pull it straight back. But meditation, five minutes, 10 minutes, goddamn, you know, if you do it five minutes, it's better than none. Or journaling. Journaling for you to be able to do what's called morning notes. And there's this beautiful old lady, God, I think she's in her 80s and I can't remember her name, but she created a book called Morning Notes. This is where you can just do a big brain dump. So if you've woken up in the morning, you've got a lot of chatter, grab that journal just write it out. It doesn't even have to be in some type of order. It's just getting whatever thoughts are popping out of your mind, get them out, better out than in. Or it could be journaling in a way of what you're grateful for. So that's how I start my day. I start my day with gratitude. So I write down three things that I'm just so happy for in my life that I really just love having. I don't care who you are, where you are, you can always write something that you appreciate in your life. It could be the roof over your head. It could be the food that you're able to access. It could be the love that you have in your life. It could be the sound of your child's voice. And if I can share with you that this process is more vital than ever when you have your highest moments of stress or highest periods of stress in your life, in your business life, and it's the time when you probably don't want to do it. My dad, when he was dying, he only had a few days left and, you know, I was just so upset, gutted because I always wanted him to walk me down the aisle and he died six months before Peter and I got married. And I actually still journaled and I could find goodness in every day. And that's so imperative when you're going through very, very stressful times in your business, uh, personally or professionally, it doesn't matter. It's about being disciplined and being able to find the beauty in each day. And you know, like the good old saying goes, what you focus on expands. So journaling, either just journaling your thoughts, journaling gratitude, journaling what was great about the day before, journaling what you want to look forward to, or taking some time just to be peaceful and meditate. Or perhaps you might find that praying is good for you. It's anything that's going to quieten your mind and get you to go internal instead of being external. So how do you start your day? The next thing is be conscious through the day of this question. Where can I carve away the stress in my life? As soon as you start being aware of what's causing you the stress, then you want to start working on how can you combat it? 
What can you do to combat that? Now, perhaps it's just business and there's not much you can do, but perhaps you're not systemizing it very well. I have a client that the other day we had a session on the phone and she wanted help with batching her day. So when I teach my clients about batching, it's batching the days. So all your appointments go on one day. My mastermind calls and coaching are on one day. My live coaching sessions are another day. My workshops for my corporate are on specific days. When I have office days and book works, that's all in one day. So I'm working in my genius zone and it's like you get in a beautiful zone and it's like cruise control. Now, what came up was she found it really hard to manage all her team and her team are actually in a multi-level marketing. And I said to her, well, what are you doing in your model of your business? And she said, well, we're here to answer everyone's questions. So when they have a question about the, the, the product, I need to answer it. So I'm getting people text messaging me. I'm getting people emailing me, people are WhatsApping me. And I said, well, that's the breakdown of the symptom there. We could try and batch her day But if she's getting text messages left, right and centre, emails, she's getting disturbed every day, it doesn't matter if she's in her genius zone because she's got no system set up and that is what is creating this overwhelm. So I said to her, that part there is what you're telling me is creating most of the stress. Why don't we streamline it? So I said, why don't we create and ask me anything every day of the week where you're online between 11 and 1 p.m., which is when you're normally at your desk anyway, because I know her schedules. And I said, and have that as the place, one place where they go to ask you questions. And if they don't write the question in that post at that time, they know that you're going to answer it the next day. So that helps you have time management. It helps you not having text messages at 8.30 at night or 6am in the morning and feeling like while you're rushing around with two children that you still have to also manage your client. Teach them how to work with you. So there could be things in your business life that it's creating the stress and you can easily combat it with looking at what systems are in place. Perhaps it's just going to be like that because there's nothing you can change externally. Though remember, you can work on the internal world. Get outside, go for a walk. Take two minutes and I'm looking outside at the moment, is, you know, I've got beautiful sunlight on this balcony um, and it's just fresh air. So take that moment to walk outside. I like to go outside actually on the grass, have my feet on the ground, have a grounding technique and smelling the fresh air and get some sunlight. Sunlight is incredible for your circadian rhythms. It's incredible for you to be able to get some vitamin D. So if you get some sunlight on your arms, on your legs, preferably no sunscreen because that's going to block your vitamin D getting into your body. But 10 minutes on your arms and your legs um, and getting some vitamin D into your body is a great way to snap you back into shape. And while you do that, while you do some 10 deep breaths. Now this stuff, like I said, is easy for you to do, but it's just as easy not to do it. So it's the discipline of doing it. It's the discipline of standing up, walking away from your desk and going, everything's going to be all right for the next 10 minutes while I do this. Perhaps another thing you could look at is EFT, which is called Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as tapping, where this is where you're actually using pressure points and you're tapping on these meridians and you're really tuning into the feeling that you have. And instead of resisting the feeling, because we know what we resist persists, we acknowledge it. So the tapping or the emotional freedom technique, depending on which technique you actually use, pretty much the same thing. (laughs) 
the owners of both of those sisters will probably kill me for saying that, but the system is the same, right? So you might be tapping on the meridians and you might be saying, even though I'm feeling the stress in my body, I completely um, and fully love myself. And you go through and you go through a pattern of words, acknowledging what the energy is that you're not happy with right now that you're wanting to get rid of. So be conscious through the day. For me, as soon as I was conscious on what just puts this tightness in my chest, creates so much anxiety, I was like, right, I need to cut it dump it, delegate it, or I need to put a system in place, right? And as soon as you start to do that, those little fine little tweaks, those little things are going to be the the small hinges. They're going to swing the biggest doors that you ever know. Now, the last thing, and I'm just going to give you three for now, okay? Three bite-sized chunks is create a regular schedule of your eating because we know that stress, anxiety, fear, loneliness, anger can present as hunger. And we know that stress is the biggest source of emotional eating. So if you start creating a schedule of eating three times a day, all right, three times a day, no snacking. If you haven't learned about snacking yet, get yourself to episode number 12, which is losing stubborn over 40 fat. I don't care if you're 25, <laughs> you, you, you want to listen to that if you're snacking, all right, because as soon as you snack, it increases your blood sugar. When you increase your blood sugar, your insulin comes in to bring it down and soon you start beginning insulin resistance. So you learn a lot about not snacking. It's killing your ability to lose fat. So by creating a schedule by eating three times a day and about a four hour gap in between helps your blood sugars go down. So then you can go into fat burning, not be a sugar burner. And you know that your body is not tricking you. And when it is tricking you, you know that it's in between those four hours and you know that you've only just eaten maybe two hours ago and you can't be hungry unless you're not eating quality food. And again, if you're not, go back to episode number 12 because we go through everything there. I give you the biggest download. The first half is sort of the mindset. The second half is I'm giving you a cyclopedia of how to move that stubborn fat. So four hours in between, that means that your body cannot trick you and pretend that you're hungry because you know it's emotional hunger. So by doing those three things is going to be a perfect way for you to start reducing the stress and stop the emotional hunger. So by starting those three things, just those three simple things are going to be the big hinge that's going to swing the door to help you stop having the emotional eating. So now it's over to you to start implementing those three things three easy things to implement. And as I said, they're so easy to implement. It's so easy not to do it. It takes that discipline to do it. So starting the day with gratitude, all meditation, deep breathing, even continue that throughout the day. As soon as you start to feel those stress levels come up, go for a walk outside, get some fresh air, do something to continually work internally. Plus also be aware of what's stressing you in your business and how can you either dump it, delegate it, or put a system in place. And then finally, let's start getting into more of a fat burning zone instead of being a sugar burner and starting to space out your meals and having those three meals a day. If you think that you can't last a distance between them and you need to snack, go to episode number 12, Losing Stubborn Fat for Over 40, 
As I said, don't care if you're 18, 20, 60, I don't care what age. If you're snacking, you got to listen to it. Plus, I also give you some amazing tips of the food that you need to eat to hold you over so you don't go into starvation mode. It's not about being on a diet first part of the word of diet is die. It's really having amazing, great healthy food that's continually holding you over. So I hope you got a massive value out of this show. Uh, If you don't know much about podcasts, podcasts, we do it fully for being able to get our message out there. We don't get paid for it. It's in our own personal time. It's not a money generating thing until you start getting millions of downloads. So if you are enjoying the show and you haven't yet written me a review, please take a couple of minutes to write a review. It helps me be able to get the ratings up and to be able to get my message out there because other female entrepreneurs are looking for things to listen to, to be able to help them better their lives. And for me, I love to help women push them forward to be able to enable their greatness. So help me get my message out there. If you're enjoying the show, please give me a review takes a couple of minutes. Just go below into iTunes or I think on Stitcher and just write a view. It means a lot. Have a fantastic week. And until next week, keep shining bright, keep changing lives with your amazing empires. And most importantly, learn to be the happiest person that you know. Bye for now.